Good morning, Wet Shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with GeorgeTune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. What is Second Cup? Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next three MB airs, or a piece of late breaking information the viewers have passed along that is equally time sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup, and I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the November 27th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. My gosh, where did the year go? Three more days and November is over. And then we'll be into uh, December and really into the heart of the uh, the holiday Christmas season. My gosh, where did the year go? It's amazing. Wow. Wow. It just seemed to fly right by. My goodness. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Uh, Again, I have got uh, right here the Kirkland Organic Mexico Oaxaca Coffee that uh, viewer Rodney Ripplinger sent in. Thank you again, Rodney. This is really a wonderful, wonderful coffee. It is a medium roast, and uh, it has uh, tasting notes of uh, caramel, chocolate, and roasted peanuts, and it really is terrific. Uh, It's whole bean. And uh, I ground it up this morning. And my gosh, again, I got to tell you, that aroma uh, of opening the bag and pulling out that coffee bean and putting it in my coffee grinder and grinding it up, it was glorious. It was really wonderful. There is something about uh, doing that extra step of grinding the coffee bean when you make uh, a pot of coffee in the morning that is just wonderful. I mean, it is really very, very satisfying. And it is a, a, a really, really delightful, satisfying cup of coffee. Hang on one minute. Mmm, that's terrific. And you know, my coffee mug, I haven't shown this one on camera for quite some time. This is the New York Deli and Grill coffee mug. This was uh, a restaurant right here in Chardon, Ohio. It was there for, for many, many years. It's no longer there. And uh, it really did have a New York Deli uh, decor and flavor and style to it. I really enjoyed going there. Um, I would meet my folks there for for dinner uh, on many occasions and other family members, and it was just a great place to go. And I picked up a couple of these coffee mugs from them uh, many years ago, and I still have the one here. I think I might have another one uh, or somewhere. I think I do. I have to check the uh, the cupboard. I think I have another one up there in the cupboard. But um, yeah, it's definitely a favorite coffee mug. It just has uh, the logo is uh, the skyline of uh, New York City, and it says New York Deli and Grill. Uh, really terrific. And on the other side, it says Man- the Manhattan Deli with another uh, silhouetted skyline of um, 
Manhattan. So, um, yeah, <laughs> definitely a favorite coffee mug. So I hope you have your favorite coffee and your favorite coffee mug. And I hope you're enjoying that with me this morning. We've got a terrific, terrific show for you this morning. Oh, hey, you know what? I've got to tell you what's been going on with the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Uh, as I mentioned in the Monday morning mailbag, all five prize winners uh, have contacted me. They've sent me their addresses. And second prize, third prize, fourth prize, fourth prize, and fifth prize have all been shipped. And I have heard um, from second prize winner, uh, Row 27, and the fifth prize winner, uh, Joseph Spotafino, that they have received their prizes. And um, Row 27 uh, wrote and said he, the, the, the prize arrived. I asked him to please take a picture of uh, everything and uh, send that to, uh, to me so I can share that on the Monday morning mailbag. And I've also asked Joseph Spotafino the same. Well, actually, Joseph wrote here, Hi, Mark, the package arrived with everything included and intact. Thank you again. I'll be sure to enjoy the items best, Joseph. And I asked him, hey, snap a picture of that and send it back to me. And he has done that. Row 27 uh, has says that he will also take that picture and send it back to me. So um, looking forward to sharing those pictures with all the viewers out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, first, uh, second through fifth prizes have been shipped and our second prize winner and fifth prize winner have received their prizes. Uh, now, as I also mentioned, Mr. Masher, our first prize winner, lives in Malaysia, and unfortunately, we cannot ship uh, liquid uh, alcohol-based, we can't ship alcohol-based liquids internationally. They are prohibited from being shipped internationally. So we have to um, keep those items here. Uh, we can ship them domestically, but we cannot ship them internationally. So um, I do apologize about that, and I gave the explanation on this morning's Monday morning mailbag, and Mr. Masher said he understands, and uh, I substituted a razor and some blades in place for some of the missing items that cannot be shipped. They're not missing. <laughs> They're items that cannot be shipped. So uh, hoping to uh, work that out and uh, at least get the bulk of it shipped to him because it's still a fantastic first prize, just minus the alcohol splashes and EDTs, that sort of thing. But uh, still a great, great first prize. So I was not aware of that um, uh, that rule, that, uh, that uh, alcohol-based liquids cannot be shipped, are prohibited from being shipped internationally. I was not aware of that. And uh, so we'll, uh, going forward, we'll have to make note of that in our future giveaways. So again, my apologies to everyone out there. But uh, again, as we get these reports from uh, the winners, we'll be sure to share all that information with uh, all the viewers out there. So that's kind of what we got going on this morning. Oh yeah, today is Cyber Monday. My gosh, you know what? Get up to Phoenix Shaving. I don't know what they're offering up there, but uh, if they're offering the shaving, grab that because that is wonderful. I, I, I picked it up last year and man, that is just a great, great scent. And of course it's CK6. It really is 
a marvelous, marvelous performing uh, soap base, uh, but it also is a really, really wonderful uh, scent. Another variation on bay rum, but really very different from any of the bay rums you might have experienced. It's kind of like a butter rum, like a when they call it a ray rum. It really is, really is quite unique. I really, uh, really do enjoy it. And uh, I've also had a chance to have a shave. I'm putting that review together of uh, Phoenix Shavings Atomic Pumpkin. My gosh, that is great. And I got to tell you, uh, I visited my brother. Um, uh, well, let's see, this was on Saturday for the Ohio State uh, game against that team from up north that we unfortunately <laughs> lost. Uh, but uh, my sister-in-law and my niece Bryn were there. And, uh, you know, I gave him a, a nice hug hello and everything, and I had had a shave with Atomic Pumpkin, and they said, oh, man, that smells good. What is that? That is really, really good. And I said, oh, it's Atomic Pumpkin. So there you go. I mean, uh, <laughs> the ladies like it a lot. And as my niece Bryn said, it's a really nice scent, and it is not overwhelming at all. It doesn't hit you over the head. She said it's just the right amount. So I just had a shave with it, and I applied the aftershave cologne and a little bit of the uh, star jelly upstairs for the top of my head just to moisturize my scalp up there. And uh, yeah, they really enjoyed it. So that's kind of uh, my endorsement of Atomic Pumpkin and also the shaving. So if you have a chance to pick up either of those, hey, today might be the day for the shaving. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything up there, but I know that Phoenix Shaving and Sterling and Rec Supply and Supply and a lot of others have had these really, really terrific Black Friday sales that have been extended all weekend long, and here it is Cyber Monday, and I'm sure they all still have uh, some great sales continuing today, so check it out. All right, that, <laughs> that kind of takes care of a little housekeeping. Uh, let's pay a few bills, and then we'll get the show underway. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger sent me an email, uh, and its uh, subject heading was Wet Shaving Advice, and he wrote, Hi, Mark. Have you ever watched this video by Blackland Razor Company? He says we are telling people the wrong things to do when they start wet shaving. He has a few good points. Rodney. Now, this is Shane from Black Razor Company. They make some really, really wonderful razors there. And he has done a video called Four Bad Pieces of Wet Shaving Advice. And in this video, he gives the four bad pieces of wet shaving advice that, that really frustrate and irritate him. And uh, he feels that this is the wrong advice to be giving uh, a new wet shaver. Uh, and I went through the video and I listened to uh, what he had to say. And uh, what he has to say is very, very good, very, very relevant. And uh, let me just break it down for you uh, a little bit here and kind of respond to what he's saying. Because he, as Rodney mentioned, uh, Shane does make some very, very good points here. So I just also want to just kind of give a couple of qualifiers here. Uh, here is Shane's bad tip number one. Use no pressure. Now, what he is saying here is that most new wet shavers are being told when they get a safety razor to use no pressure. I don't think anyone is telling uh, any new traditional wet shaver out there, anyone who's working with a safety razor, to not use any pressure. 
As a matter of fact, my line has always been 30 degrees, a light touch. Let the razor do all the work, gentlemen. And even in his um, uh, message here about this uh, bad tip number one that he, that he calls it, he says that, yeah, you're going to use a little bit of pressure. Uh, also depends upon the material that the razor is made from. So uh, I agree with this. So if you have a, a, a stainless steel razor, uh, the weight of the razor is going to apply pressure during the shave, and you won't have to apply as much pressure to the uh, to the razor as, say, you would with an aluminum razor. With aluminum razor, you're going to compensate a little bit for that lighter weight. Now, what his overall point here is, and we are in a, we are in agreement on this, is that when using a cartridge razor, you are using a, a, a lot of pressure in, in flattening out that razor head against your skin and pulling down. You, you have a very, very, you're using a very, very heavy hand when you use a cartridge razor. You're using a lot of pressure. So the message here is uh, not to not use any pressure, just don't use that heavy-handed pressure that you would have been using with a cartridge razor uh, when using a safety razor. When you use a safety razor, use light pressure. Use a light touch, as we've always said. So I think his uh, bad tip, uh, number one, uh, is a very good message, but I don't think uh, anybody out there has been saying use no pressure. I think we all understand it's a light touch. Uh, Bad tip number two uh, is try multiple different blades with your brand new razor. Uh, Now, he doesn't like people jumping right into the deep end of the pool with sample blade packs. Uh, You know what? I listened to his message here. I think this is a very, very good point. Uh, And he does give the uh, qualifiers on this. And I encourage you to to take a look at the video and we'll link it below. But I I think he is really absolutely spot on. What he is saying is, is that when you have a new razor, don't bother using multiple different razor blades in it at first. Learn that razor uh, and learn that razor. Learn how to use that razor, how to learn that razor's technique, approach, etc. Learn how that razor gives you uh, a shave, how it, how it works with you and your skin. Uh, learn the proper technique for that new razor. Then after you understand how the razor works and maneuvers and shaves, then go ahead and get a blade sampler pack and try different blades. Because yes, it will vary, it will vary the, uh, the efficiency of the razor and you will be able to pair up um, a, a blade with that razor that works for you. Uh, but uh, I think what he's saying here is off the bat, when you get a new razor right off the bat, don't try different blades in it uh, until you learn how to use that specific razor, uh, the technique and how it uh, delivers a shave for you, uh, the proper angle, that sort of thing. I, I think that's a very, very good tip. Uh, and uh, like I say, he puts out the qualifiers on that, and I think it's very, very good. So he's not against blade sampler packs. He's just saying, learn how that new razor works for you first. And I think that's a very, very good, very, very good tip. Uh, bad tip number three is uh, do three passes and go against the grain. Now he doesn't uh, agree with that. And you know what? 
I have learned in my own wet shaving journey that, yeah, I agree with that. Three passes may not be for everyone. You might get your shave done in two passes. And uh, recently, within the last year, I've been saying this in a lot of my video reviews. A lot of my video reviews are two passes. I find that after two passes, my shave is done. Now, there are times where I'm having such a great shave, I can do a third pass without in without incurring any irritation uh, because I'm doing the proper prep and the proper um, uh, building a nice lather and having uh, the pre-shave and, and all that other great stuff that goes in with goes into the formula, the recipe of a traditional wet shave. Uh, and uh, as long as my skin's protected, uh, you know, I can do a, a third pass and maybe get a little bit closer. But what he's saying is, is, you know what, maybe you don't want a BBS shave. Maybe uh, you don't want to take a chance of doing a third pass where your skin might become irritated. Maybe your shave is going to be done after uh, only one pass or two passes. And maybe you don't have to go against the grain. Everyone's different. And I think this is something that I have learned, uh, in the, like I say, in the last year, year and a half. And I think it's all part of everyone's wet shaving journey. I think the general rule of thumb is, is that if you find you're not getting a, a good result after, for, after one pass, uh, then, you know, do a second pass, uh, you know, in a, in a different direction across, uh, uh, across your beard grain. That's why we go with the grain, across the grain, and against the grain. Um, and mapping a beard is also very, very good advice to find out how your whisker grows. If it grows up, down, side to side, that sort of thing. But I think what he's saying here is very, very good that not everybody needs to do three passes. Certainly, when I was a teenager, 15, 16, 17 years old, had I been using a safety razor then, I probably would have been, would have, would have been able to do one pass <laughs> and I would have been good for two or three days until my next shave uh, because I had, you know, I had baby skin. I, I'm a fair-skinned individual. Uh, there were others uh, in my age group back then, uh, you know what, uh, young men, they had a, a more demanding beard. So they probably would have done two or three passes. Uh, you know, your mileage may vary. But what I think he says here is very, very good. Not everyone requires three passes. However, when you're first starting out, when you're first starting out in the traditional wet shave, I think it's a good rule of thumb to know uh, to understand and to maybe incorporate into your shave down the road as you develop uh, your shaving technique. You might want to try a third pass, see how it works. That's kind of my uh, approach on that. Uh, bad tip number four, uh, what he is saying here, this, he says this is bad. Uh, sensitive skin needs a mild razor. Uh, now, his point here is that if you're using a mild razor that doesn't have a lot of feedback, uh, and you're doing uh, three passes and a touch-up, for instance, because uh, it's a mild razor, what he's saying is it's not getting the job done for you. Uh, whereas if you had a more efficient razor, something that it was, had a little more aggression, you would get your shave done in uh, fewer passes, and you wouldn't have the blade on your skin as long, which could potentially cause irritation. You know what? I'm calling a coin flip on this one. Uh, I really think that's a your mileage may vary kind of thing. I found in my wet shaving journey that mild razors with sharp blades are the best approach for me. And I can do two passes or three passes or two passes and a touch-up 
uh, that sort of thing. And, you know, and I understand it's going to be different for everyone, and he acknowledges this. But I think that when you have a mild razor uh, and you are uh, taking your skin down, you're taking your, sh- you're, you're taking, you're doing your shave, <laughs> let me put it that way, you're doing your shave in stages and you're taking your beard down in stages. Uh, and as long as you have the proper prep and good lather and good protection and you're using a good, good artisan quality shave soap, you should be okay. Plus, the alum block uh, in my post-shave routine uh, really tells me uh, how much feedback I've gotten and if I have done one too many passes. The alum block has always been key for my shaves because it'll tell me uh, with this particular razor and this particular blade, if I did three passes, woo, hey, I'm getting too much I'm getting too much stinging. I'm getting too much zinging here. You know what? Maybe next time two passes is all I need instead of three, and I'll get just as good a shave. But I understand his point. What he's saying is, is that a milder razor might require more passes, meaning you're going to have the blade on your skin uh, for a longer period of time, and that could potentially cause uh, irritation. Whereas if you had a more aggressive razor uh, and you did fewer passes, it might not result in irritation. And you know what? Like I say, it's a coin flip, but let me qualify it. Let me just give you this. There have been um, uh, viewers out there who have told me that they did that approach. They did a mild razor with multiple passes and they got irritation. When they went to a more aggressive razor and they did fewer passes, bingo. All of a sudden, irritation gone. So uh, I don't think it's a hard and fast I don't think it's hard and fast bad advice. I think it's a coin flip. It's going to vary from person to person, but I certainly understand what he's saying, and it absolutely is food for thought. So when you get a chance, check out his video because I think he makes some very, very good points. And as we say, your mileage may vary. So uh, you might be able to glean something from his video whereby it will improve your your shave. So uh, Shane from Blackland Razor has a very, very good video out there. Again, it's called Four Bad Pieces of Wet Shaving Advice, and he breaks them down, and he also qualifies uh, his reasons why they're bad, and uh, uh, he really kind of fleshes it out. And I'm kind of giving you an encapsulated version here, and I might be missing a few of his points. But what I'm saying is it's very good, and I think what he has to offer is also very, very good and very, very valuable. And I find myself agreeing with him for the most part, uh, although uh, I would say that a lot of what he's saying I have been saying perhaps in a different way for quite some time. And that last point regarding uh, mild razor-sensitive skin that sort of thing. It's a coin flip. I, I'm, I'm going to say it's a coin flip. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's right. I think it's a coin flip. As I say, I, once again, I've heard from viewers when they went from a mild razor and doing multiple passes to a more aggressive razor and doing fewer passes, their skin irritation just evaporated. It was gone. So uh, that is proof that what Shane is saying uh, is correct. 
Uh, but again, your mileage may vary. So my thanks to Rodney Ripplinger for sending this along. Thank you very, very much, Rodney. It really makes for a great, great discussion. And my thanks to Shane at Blackland Razor for putting out a very good and informative video and giving a different perspective on the traditional lead shape. Thanks again, Rodney, and thank you very much, Shane. Viewer Beth Jones forwarded an email from Sharpologist and it's a summary of all the Black Friday wet shaving deals uh, that were taking place this past Black Friday. And as Mantic59 wrote, my inbox has been getting hammered by Black Friday deals from wet shaving businesses. I thought it would be nice to summarize them for you so you don't miss a good deal. And this was really, really very nice of him to do this. Uh, and I am uh, repeating them here on the Second Cup podcast only because a lot of these companies may be extending these Black Friday deals into today, Cyber Monday, and perhaps even this week. Uh, we've seen this, early Black Friday sales and post-Black Friday sales. So let's go through them uh, really quick. Uh, number one is supply, up to 35% off. Uh, number two is uh, True Fit and Hill, 15% off with code BF2023. St. James of London, 20% off. One Blade, 20% off all razors plus Black Friday sale page. Maybe that's still up. Who knows? Five, Barrister and Man, 15% off with promo code Cyba Weekend 23 Again, Barrister and Man, 15% off with promo code Cyba Weekend 23 That's C Y B A. W-E-E-K-E-N-D-2-3. Uh, Leaf Razor, 25% off. Uh, it auto-applies in the cart. Uh, the Holy Black, $20 off, $75. $30 off of a $100 purchase. And $50 off, $150 purchase. Let me read that again. Uh, the Holy Black has $20 off, $75 purchase. $30 off a $100 purchase, and $150 off a $150 purchase. Uh, Black Ship Grooming, 15% off uh, $35 uh, dollar and above purchase. Uh, E-Shave, 20% off store-wide with promo code TX13. Uh, Sterling Soap, they had Black Friday specials. Maybe, they're being, maybe they'll, they are being extended today and perhaps this week. Super Safety Razors, uh, they're offering a complimentary full-size taconic shave, mildly exfoliating body bar, a $10 value, with any order of uh, $49 or more when you use coupon code SCRUB. Alpha Brush and Shaving Company, 25% off with promo code BLACK25. Sudsy Soapery, up to 40% off. Uh, Tatara Razors, 25% off. The Art of Shaving, 20 to 80% off. Village Barber, 30% off with promo code BLACKFRIDAY30. First Line Shave, 25% off with promo code BLACKFRIDAY. Uh, Wet Shave Products, buy one, get one at 50% off with promo code WSPBLACKFRIDAY. Uh, Moon Soaps, 23% off with promo code FRIDAY23. Fendrahan, Black Friday sale page. That's what they have going on. Grown Man Shave, 15 to 40% off sale. West Coast Shaving, 20 to 60% off. And again, 
this might still be taking place today. Uh, Timeless Razor, 10% off everything with promo code Black Friday. Hopefully they still have that going on because Timeless Razor makes an absolutely wonderful razor. Royal Shave has $10 off a $50 purchase with promo code RS10. $20 off a $90 purchase with promo code RS20. Uh, Bull Goo Shaving, 15% off store-wide with promo code BFCM. Uh, Murphy and McNeil, up to 30% off. Razor Emporium, 25% off store-wide. Uh, this excludes kits and Phoenix Artisan accoutrements and new releases. Valid now through December 1st. So there you go. That's what I'm saying. Razor Emporium, 25% off store-wide now through December 1st. Wow, that's big. So we'll have all these links below, and we'll also very kindly include the affiliate links that Sharpologist has here as well, and he has those marks. So we'll let you know uh, where those affiliate links are, uh, just so uh, he gets credit for that because he did... Uh, compile this and pass this along. So my thanks to Beth Jones for sending this along and thanks again to Mantic59 for compiling a really, really terrific list. Thanks again, folks. Really do appreciate it. Now, speaking of Black Friday sales, we mentioned in a previous Monday morning mailbag that Phoenix Shaving was going to be offering their Christmas Advent calendar on Black Friday, and they did. There were a limited number of them, and it's already sold out. I wish this morning that I could tell you that there are still some available, but alas, they are sold out. Now, a couple of takeaways here. Uh, I have an advent calendar from Phoenix Shaving right here. It's sitting on my counter. I'm looking at it right now, and uh, I'll be shooting a video of this, and I'm also going to be taking part in the 12 Days of Christmas, opening up a, an advent door uh, every day uh, on this calendar. Now, there are some logistical uh, considerations here. I'm trying to figure out how to do those videos and do them every day and, and get them done, that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, Doug and Fran very, very kindly sent the calendar to the uh, the channel, and I'm just trying to figure that out. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping it works out. But it looks like a really, really fun thing to do, and I hope that you got one of these calendars. Now, here's the thing. There is a surprise in, in someone's calendar out there, just one. It says, surprise, win a rare rose gold Copper Ascension Razor Prototype with a Certificate of Authenticity. The catch, only one Advent calendar contains a gold-winning ticket. The other catch, you have to play along and open each door for 12 days. No peeking, no rushing ahead. Prize can only be claimed after Christmas. If you contact us before, you lose the prize, so have fun. And remember, take it one day at a time starting on December 14th. So that's when this is going to start, December 14th. Now, let me just say, if for some odd reason the calendar I have has a gold ticket, that is going to go into, uh, that razor is going to go into the 15,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. If for some reason, for some strange reason, uh, the calendar I have has a gold ticket. I don't think it will. I, 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 I think it's highly unlikely. However, just in case, <laughs> I'm just telling you, just in case, if that's if, if, if the calendar does have that ticket, 
that razor will then go into the 15,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Now, one other thing I wanted to mention here, uh, on their page here regarding the advent calendar, attention, no international shipping. Sadly, due to the size and nature of this advent calendar, we can only ship to the continental USA. Now, I think this is in part due to the fact that there are aftershave splash samples in the calendar. That's what, um, that's what I think is going on. Uh, because uh, each day you open up the kit. Well, here's what it says right here. The kit contains five discontinued yet much loved and sought after past scents from the last decade, or what I like to call the ghosts of shaving pass. What lies behind the seven other doors are all new and an exclusive peek into the Phoenix shaving future. That's right, folks. This holiday season, you will find yourself visited by not only five ghosts from the past, but seven epic ghosts from the future. Eat your heart out, Mr. Dickens. <laughs> now here, here's what's inside. Um, what and ruin the surprise? Uh, I will say, here's what he writes here. Let me start over. What's inside? What and ruin the surprise? I will say you will find a one ounce bottle of aftershave cologne and approximately uh, 0.5 ounces of a matching ultra premium formula CK6 shave soap within each perforated door. Uh, and of course, he's not telling you which, which scents are available, but that's part of the Christmas magic of this calendar. So uh, again, that's why I don't think they can ship it internationally. It's because of the aftershave cologne that this uh, Advent calendar contains. So uh, again, that just kind of confirms what I've been told by the United States Postal Service, UPS, and others out there uh, that uh, you cannot ship uh, an alcohol-based liquid internationally. It is prohibited. So um, that's kind of what's going on there. But again, uh, I hope you got an Advent calendar. I'm looking forward to shooting all this video and sharing uh, the uh, the adventure of this advent calendar this Christmas season, something different. And again, I'm trying to figure out exactly how best to present that on video. And I'm hoping what I think I have planned works out. Uh, so um, if there are kind of bumps in the road uh, when I present this, please bear with me. It's kind of a new thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm going to try a, a going to try something new, something different. We'll see if it works. If not, I might change horses in midstream. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm kind of excited about it all. So um, I hope you got an advent calendar from Phoenix Shaving. I am going to open mine here uh, and do, uh, I think I'm going to do a, an unboxing video. I think that's what I'm going to do here and uh, show it to everybody and uh, get that posted sometime this week, I hope. And uh, yeah, lots going on. Busy, busy, busy Christmas season. And my thanks to Doug, Fran, Huxley and everyone at Phoenix Shaving for very kindly sending along this advent calendar and allowing me to share it with all the listeners and viewers out there. I am really, really excited about it. So stay tuned uh, for the advent calendar. It sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks again to Doug, Fran, Huxley and everyone at Phoenix Shaving. Folks, stay tuned for the uh, Phoenix Shaving Christmas advent calendar. Merry Shave Mass, everyone. Now, before I get out of here, I want to recommend a movie. I mentioned it in a previous Second Cup. Uh, and since we were talking about the Phoenix Shaving Advent Calendar and uh, shaving ghosts of, uh, of uh, Christmas past, present, and future, let me recommend 
the movie musical Scrooge. This is a musical adaptation of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. It's from 1971. It stars Albert Finney, and it is absolutely wonderful. If you go up to YouTube, you'll find that it has an 89% five-star rating. This movie, even though it was made in 1971, still holds up very, very well. It was very well produced. It has a big budget musical feel to it. The musical numbers are delightful. And, uh, you know, a couple of showstoppers there as well. Really, really very, very well done. It brings the period of Dickens' Christmas Carol to life in a very realistic way. And adding the musical content makes it all the more enjoyable. So that's my recommendation for a Christmas movie this holiday season. Scrooge, starring Albert Finney from 1971. Check it out. It's been a favorite of mine for many, many years. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who commented and contributed to today's show, and I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup.